Welcome to the Five for Two podcast with me, your host Adele, where we say no to careers where you're trading five days of misery for two days of fun. A place we discuss all things career, confidence and money moves. I want to motivate, teach and empower ambitious women to achieve more, earn more, feel more confident and enjoy the work they do. It's all about believing you can have everything you want in your career and then going and getting it. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Hey guys, back with another episode. And this week we are talking about obviously career changing because that's what we're always talking about. I have got a special guest and we're going to be talking about how to change career and stay in your own lane. And you guys know, like, that's real important. I say it all the time. Stop worrying about what other people have. Stop worrying about what you don't have and focus on what you do have and how you can make that work for you. So today, that is what we are going to be talking about. I'm talking to the amazing Phoebe King, who is a mother of four, and she is a system strategist and the founder of Freedom with Simple Systems. She is here to talk to me all about She's changed career more than once, guys. And we're talking about the, in her nine to five world. And then her last career change was into being a business owner. So we're going to talk about all of it, how she got to where she is, how she did it with four children. Obviously, she didn't have four children all at the beginning. But we're going to go through and talk to you and everyone, whether you're a mum or not, you're going to be able to get something from this episode because staying in your own lane is important to all of us. So Phoebe, welcome, welcome. Introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us who you are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So hello, everyone. I'm Phoebe. I am a mom of four, wife and a business owner. Yeah, what else? System strategist. So I help service-based business owners to streamline, organize and automate their business back end. So all your operational stuff, I help you with it. I particularly specialize in client management systems. So helping you to build client relationships as well as improve your client experience. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And as you can all hear, Phoebe is also from the UK, from her accent. My last couple of guests have been from the US. But today, two London, two British girls coming at you. <laughs> so dive right into it because you're you're currently a business owner founder like you you help people get all their operations all the back end in line but this isn't where you started very far from it so let the people know where you started in your career like what was your what was your first big position like out of university did you go to university let the people know like what was your first career and then what made you decide you wanted to make a change okay so I went to university and I studied nursing. <laughs> I studied big nursing. Difference. Yeah, I very big difference. I studied nursing and then came out, obviously, got a job in nursing and was doing that for a while. But as I was in, I always knew that I wanted to start my own business. And then I met this lady at work one day. She was an agency nurse and then she introduced me into the world of nursing and how much more money you can make and stuff like that. So I obviously quit my job and I went into agency sort of like contracting where you work in different places for a certain amount of time and yeah, you make more money than a regular employee, shall I say. Well, back then anyway, things have definitely changed now. But yes, I worked as a nurse for a long time, but while I was in nursing as well, I was 
taken part in different projects. So things like putting in new systems into the organization, the way we manage our records and those sorts of things. So I took part, I took interest in that, I took part in it. I even started to develop different things myself. One of the issues that we had when I was working in the community was handing over information. So, and that was like basically how you collaborate with your colleagues and things like that. There was a big issue, like things were everywhere and I didn't like mess. So I implemented like a system. It was basically like an Excel sheet, but it was so automated and it was so organized that whenever there was a change in the way anybody worked or maybe a staff member was moving to another place and they needed to hand over their clients, we was able to get that information easily. So that was one of the systems or processes that I created in that in while I was working as a nurse, not knowing that I'll be doing the same thing like years later. So anyway, I decided that I wanted to change careers because I knew nursing was good, but I knew I had, there was another strong point. You know, I had, there was another gift that I had, which was in IT, tech. We, we call it IT back then. Everyone calls it tech now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I, I, that was something that I was always good at. So I transitioned, I went into project management. So I trained, I did some training and I went into project management and I used my skills that I developed in nursing to actually get a job in project management. So I had a, my first job in the project management industry was a PMO analyst, which is what I wanted to be. But what I, what I want you to gain from that is that I used my previous experience to get that job, even though I was never PMO analyst before. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. And I love that you said that because I know a lot of people listening feel like you have to have the experience to change industry. But I'm always like, it's just not, it's not true. Like you don't have to have a qualification necessary and you don't have to have the experience. And yes, you went and did some training, but you weren't like this high level person who had done project management. You'd never, ever done any project management before as far as outside of nursing. Because obviously I think what's really important that you just said is that you started managing, you saw a problem and started helping to manage the systems, which was a type of project management. It was a skill set that you developed that was transferable. I think people aren't looking, they will just be listening to you saying, oh, but you were a nurse. How can yeah. you go from nursing instead of looking into the detail? Like job titles are job titles, guys, but a lot of us are doing way more things outside of what our normal job title is. So I love that you said that. So what were some of the transferable skills that you feel like you transferred over? So it was the organisation. As a nurse, you need to be organised. When you're on the ward or whether you're in the community, you need to have everything together because, you know, you don't want to mess things up. You want to make sure that you know what you're doing. Documentation, when you go into project management, you're, do you're doing a lot, lot of documentation. Nursing, we're using computers. We have systems that we use. Same way in project management, we have those people skills is definitely important. I have a lot of people. As a nurse, you have people skills. You know how to come down to people's level. You know how to speak to high state, to top stakeholders, i.e. your manager or directors and things like that. And then you take that to project management. You have to speak to stakeholders, the you know key stakeholders. And understanding how to communicate with them as well is definitely important. So it's really things that people might not think are the same. Really and truly, the skills that you need in nursing is the skills that you need in project management anyway. Do you understand? Because 
everything that I learned in nursing, in terms of managing my workload as well, you need to mm. learn how to, what comes first, having a priority system in project management, you need to, there's different tasks that need to be due. Maybe you've got a meeting, you've got reports to write. We did reports in nursing as well. So when I came to project management, writing reports wasn't hard because I already done them. That's why I went for the training. It's just to learn the lingo, just to mm-hmm. learn how how they do things. Not necessarily the skill to learn the skill because I already had the skills. It was mm-hmm. just how do they write their reports? Obviously, are different to nursing, isn't it? Right. So things like writing status reports. So those little little things is what I went training for, which was good. So yeah. So I transferred, went into project management, and became a PMO analyst. So after doing that. I was living in London at the time and I had two young kids and I said, you know what? I moved out of London and I said, I'm not doing this. This life, this train journey is not for me. I cannot be (laughs) jumping on the train and running because I need to pick up my kids from nursery. This life is not for me. It's hard. (laughs) It is hard. So then that's when I said, you know what? It's time to do this business that I wanted to do. And I quit my job. I'm, and I'll never suggest this for anybody because it's hard. Business is definitely harder than is it, I expected to. I don't even know if I had any expectations of how hard business would be or challenging. Because I think sometimes people don't realize the work is easier for me. It's easier to make money as an employee than a business oh. because preach oh my god I I feel like I'm so happy you said that people understand I can say the same thing working a nine-to-five is one million times easier than being an entrepreneur or solopreneur and doing all this thing by yourself people are out here thinking oh yeah running a business is easy no unless your name is Prada and Gucci and you've been around for a long time and you really are making money every single day Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you said that. Like yeah. I was just guys, I was sitting here. You you guys are not gonna be able to see my face because obviously the audience <laughs> I lit up when Phoebe said that because yeah. I think enough people don't talk about it. We're both business owners and enough people don't talk about the fact that going for a nine to five to work for someone else, even when I was the boss running someone else's company, so much easier yeah. than having your own business. It's true because at the end of the day, as a business owner, you're in charge of the marketing, sales, operations as well. Like literally you're wearing all the hats. And even when you do start to hire people, you're going to start having palpitations because does this person care about my business the way I care about it? (laughs) There's so many things that go into it. But anyway, that's another conversation, I guess. But I went into, yeah, so I said, you know what? I'm not doing, I'm not getting on the train and really and truly, I should have looked for another job, I guess, but I didn't. I wanted to try things out and I spoke to my husband and we had the conversation about how we was going to do things. And he was, you know, very supportive in terms of me starting a business and just exploring what I wanted to do. Because when I went into nursing, I felt like it wasn't directed, like I was kind of like directed into going into nursing. Then I found my own path in project management, which I absolutely love. I mean, my workplace were calling me back, but I still wanted to explore different things. I felt like I hadn't had time to explore. I didn't have the opportunity to explore things that I wanted to do. Mm. So then I actually went into coaching as well and events as well. So 
personal development events, mainly for mums who wanted to start a business or career and, and those sorts of things. So I was doing that for a while. However, I won an award for that, which was great. I then kind of slowed down. I just felt like I wanted to take it back a notch and then just kind of refigure things out. And I looked at my career. This is one of the things I did was I sat back and I looked at my career. What has been consistent in my career since being a nurse, since even in, say, I went so far as back to secondary school and I looked at what was the, what were the highlights? What were all the good things that I was good at? And essentially it was the tech stuff. It was the IT stuff. Being in school, I did really good in information technology. When I went to nursing, I was the top, I was the person there for tech course. You know, I, I implemented systems. PM, when I was a PMO, I was really good at organizing the project backend and governance and, and all those sorts of things. So I then started, so when looking at that, I knew it was systems or being a service provider for other businesses. So I started implementing onboarding systems because I knew that was something a lot of businesses or, you know, service-based business owners such as coaches, or even consultants were struggling with. They didn't want to do the admin or anything like that. They didn't want to have to deal with the tech. Like, it was just too much for them. So that's where I came in. I took the tech off their hands. I took the admin off their hands and started to implement those systems and processes that they needed in their business to ensure that their business was professional and, you know, came across professional to other businesses and corporations that they were working with. Oh, so that's I love how that. I where I am in a long way. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that you because you really explain to everyone like how you do it. Explorate firstly exploration. Mm. And I know a lot of people listening will probably be like, oh yeah, but maybe she had more of like the funds or the like, you know, you had more of the resources to be able to do it. And I can see Phoebe shaking her head right now, guys. So just so you know. So she's probably gonna talk on this in one second. But basically, you figured out how to explore mm. and you tried your hand at personal development coaching. You tried your hand at things. And then you literally stopped and said, right, let me go back to the beginning. Mm. And this is what I work with my clients with. I say to my clients all the time, start at the beginning. What have you consistently been good at? What have you in every single job, what do people come to you for? Like for me, it was always problem solving. I didn't realize it at the time, but even when I was at my shyest, because I'm like the biggest introvert, when I was at my shyest, people would always be like, oh, Adele, this, this, this happened. What do you think? And I'd be like, oh, why don't you just do X, Y, Z? And they'd be like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that? People in my personal life, that was normal to me. I was like, oh, why doesn't everyone think like that? But you said you went back to day dot, to secondary school, and you were like, you know what? I'm really good at IT, and I enjoy it. And I think that's important. Like, you really sat and figured it out. But as far as, like, anyone listening who says, well, maybe you had the resources to just up and quit your job without having anything else lined up, tell us, tell, talk about that part. Mate, resources. I had just bought a new house at that point. So when you buy a new house as well, you you ain't got that much money left over until a few months' time when you pick up back again, right? So we had just bought a house. Yes, I had my husband, which is support. But for anybody listening as well, I think it's use the resources, use your free resources. I had my mum, who, like friends and family, you use childcare that's how I was able to save money to do all of that stuff and you have again that's why I would never recommend anyone to just stop what they're doing you have to plan it in advance mm -hmm. especially if you know you haven't got the resources just to stop like you ain't got no one like a single mum or you know you haven't got anyone else to lean back on that's that's where you have to plan isn't it right mm -hmm. just sit down one day and just look at 
your finances and say, how much do I need to make every month to do X, Y, and Z? And then you need to plan out what is it that you need to do to get there? What can you offer? Again, I always advise, well, I don't always advise, but I just say, make sure whatever you're doing is tangible and people can Mm -hmm. understand the results of the transformation that you're giving. If it's like, if you wanted to start a side hustle, start off as a side hustle, work nights, do nights and stuff like that. To be honest as well, one thing, I still had my NMC pin, so I was still working as a nurse in terms of night shifts as well. So, uh, I, so you did like bank staff work. Yeah, so, you did bank staff, so you still picked up extra shifts while you were exactly. working. So see there, guys, that's the resources. She still was yeah. working night shift. She yeah. found a way to work on her business and have a business. But when she needed extra money, she was able to go and do bank staff. So exactly. sometimes people don't see that. They see one vision and they think it's all rosy and they don't understand. Actually, when you really want something, you've got to do what you've got to do. And you was doing that night shift like, with two children. <laughs> With two children and a and a husband, another mouth, you know, <laughs> <laughs> someone else that I needed to care for and, and was oh, my yeah. attention because yeah. it's not easy as well. So I think definitely you have to plan how you're going to do things. I think that's looking at your own situation. I always say to everybody, never look at somebody else and think, oh, that person's got this because you don't know how they got there. You have to look at your own situation. No two mm-hmm. fingers are the same height or the same. You understand? So I think definitely you have to look at your own situation. That's what I really want to get into people's heads is stop looking at other people and saying, oh, this person's got this, this person's got that. Look at your own situation. And if you need help, get the help. You know, mm-hmm. that's 100%. one of the things that I want to no, I totally agree. I remember when me and you first talked, like when we first had our conversation and we were sort of networking, getting to know each other. And I remember you saying that when you, what you could do when you had two children wasn't the same as what you could do when you had four children and you had to understand how to give yourself grace. Can you share just a little bit about that? Like understanding how to stay in your lane because two children and four children was very different when you're working. So it is definitely different. I think being a business owner as well, I put so much pressure, you can put so much pressure on yourself is that you want to do so much and you're thinking, oh, this person, again, you're looking at somebody else, they're doing X, Y, and Z. But they ain't got the four children that you've got. And you have to, again, it's about staying in your lane, looking at your own situation. Because one of the things that I did, I'm an ambitious person. I I am making this my career. It's not just a side hustle for me anymore. When I first started out, it was a side hustle. It was something that I wanted to, I wanted to stay at home with my kids and also do this. What you can absolutely do. So again, look at your own situation. What can you do? But as time, I knew I wanted a career. I'm a career person as well. So I, I call my business my self-employed career. That's what I say. That's what I love it. And yeah, it's just about understand. I remember it like my children need me as well. So I need to be able to give to them mm-hmm. as well as give to my business. Yes, sometimes different things have my kids will have my take priority at one stage and my, my business might take priority the next day. It's not always the same. You, you can't balance it. You can't balance it. That's one mm-hmm. thing you understand. But again, it's just, yeah, staying in your lane and giving yourself grace and understanding that, you know, you're not the same as somebody else. Your situation is not the same as other people really. Yeah. Like, I, I, I totally agree with that. Like what you could achieve when you had two kids isn't going to be the same as when you have three. Or when you have four, it doesn't mean you stop achieving. It means you have to make adjustments and stop looking at other people. That's so important as well. Like saying, 
oh my gosh, but she started her business the same time as me. Or mm. she changed career in like 12 weeks. So sometimes I work with people and literally 10 weeks change career. And then other people, four months, and they've looking at someone else will slow you down. That's what I honestly believe. Like looking at other people will slow you down because you're chasing them instead of chasing your goals. And that's such an important thing, like giving yourself grace and being like, actually, I'm not the same mum or person I was three years ago when I started this or two years ago. I now have other responsibilities. Things have changed. Like no way, like for me, no way was things the same when my daughter was young. Like I was working full time. I was trying to start my first side hustle. She was like five or six. Exactly what you said, doing the school run, having to get the train, like doing all this nonsense. <laughs> and then like her now as a teenager, it's much easier because there's not, yes, I still have to run after her. These guys don't believe that because I have a teenager, I don't still have to run after her because I do. Mumming never stops. It's a joke. <laughs> they lie to you when they tell you, oh, when they get older, it gets easier. It's a lie. When they move out of your house, maybe it gets easier. But when they live in your house, it doesn't get easier. Having a 16-year-old is not easy. But I don't have to, it's not still not the same. Mm. She could like, I don't have to carry lunchboxes, bag, and all this other nonsense. Like I was a full single mum at one point. Like it's it's very different. Each, every season, what you guys have to do is adjust. You have to mm. realize in this season, I'm going to do something else. Like you said, you worked night while you ran your business all day instead of having a full-time nine to five where you had to keep going on the train and back and forth and back and forth. And I agree with you. Like I wouldn't recommend anyone quitting their job without having anything lined up. I've done it before once, only once. And it was the most nerve wracking time of my life. But I figured it out. That pressure works for someone like me. It doesn't work for everyone. Like I work very well under pressure. Like it was like, oh my God, you don't have another job lined up. I hated my job at that time. So my reason for leaving that job was very different. It was like, I hate this job. But then I'm sure like you would, there's something there, like you wouldn't just quit. Like there's some, you knew that you was gonna, you had, you probably had something, which it might be far steps back, but there must've been something there that you could fall back on because quitting your job just like that is crazy. Without anything, without no savings or anything. I'm gonna be honest with you, that time of my life, I had no savings. Oh but I had an eight week notice period. And the truth is the only one thing I had, and I'll say what was different to me in my twenties than in my thirties, what I had was I to myself 1,000. I knew I was a good employee. These people that I was ready to leave had created a job role for me, had promoted me three times, had given me all these. I knew I was good and I was like, someone's going to hire me. Mm. That's all I had. I'm not going to lie to you. I had that I backed myself mm. 1 million percent. And I went into, okay, I've got eight weeks to figure this out. And eight weeks is quite a long period of time. And I think knowing that I was going to get at least two more months salary is what I had to fall back on. That's if that it, makes that, sense. There, there you go. Yeah. I had two more months. And it's like, yeah. some people would have been like, oh my God, you only have two months. That's not enough. Or I only have one more salary, two more salaries. No, I have two more salaries. That's And it's how do you look at it? The glass wasn't half empty. It was half full because I still had two more. I gave my notice having two more salaries coming. And you knew you had to make it in that time. Exactly. I've got eight weeks. You better get a job. That's it. That was what I had. I was a single mum and I had to figure it out. But... There is always there is always a way and there's always a way of looking at it with your mindset. My mindset told me that I have two more salaries and I'm employable and I'm great at what I do. I backed myself one million percent. I think also being in my 20s, I was a little bit more risk. I would take a little bit more risk than of I would course. now. You know, yeah, like now how you're saying when you have a house and you have all these other responsibilities, the risk taking kind of slows down a little bit. You're like, ooh, maybe not. Yeah. So I think it was I was willing like in my 20s, I was like, Right, this is the best time to do it. Let's go. 
Whereas yeah. as I got older and I hit me, it was a bit like, okay, no, <laughs> calm down. But yeah, you're right. You have to have something, something that feels tangible to you, a plan that feels like it can work. My plan was get this done in eight weeks. Mm. You were like, okay, what was the plan? Okay, I can work nights mm. if I have to. Like you were like, I'm leaving. But if I had, you knew that if you had to, there was other opportunities yeah. to create money. Even if you're not a nurse, and because I know someone's like, yeah, but she's a nurse, she's qualified. <laughs> not even about that. You can work in a supermarket for, you can right. do the weekends or something, something like right. that. You know, if you do not like your job and you really want to leave, make a plan about what business you're going to, if it's business you want to get into or whatever it is you're going to do, just make that plan and then mm-hmm. maybe quit your job and then start working in a supermarket. Do mm-hmm. something along those lines. Have that extra, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back to earning one income though I'm not gonna <laughs> like one source of income it's good to have multiple sources because if one does go you've got back up that's a story but that's another conversation but yeah, do you know what I agree. If, if you want to quit your job you know you can there's so many ways you can go about it mm-hmm. and so many things that you can do I totally agree. Just your story alone is proof. Like you started off as a nurse, you left being like a permanent nurse to go into contracting because it was paying you more money. Guys, you heard that, right? Like there's always a way, like there's always a way to earn more money to do the exact same thing. Always. I don't care what profession you're in. Like Phoebe's talking about something, a professional industry. Yeah. That's a legislated industry where you have to have a qualification, where you have to have specific things. And she still was able to find a way to earn mm. outside of because I know that NHS has salary bans yeah. and they are like they're really strict and hard to get out of certain salary bans but mm. you found a way around it there's mm. always a way guys if you're willing to look for it and then after that you decided to go into a whole new industry yeah before you went into business so guys there's always a plan and there's always stepping stones and I think Phoebe's story is so clear with that and she was doing all this with children a lot of us have these opportunities before we even have kids and I bet when you look back now, Phoebe, do you think to yourself, how did you even do it? I like, you know what? I don't know. It's so crazy because it's just, uh, yeah, I'm in like awe sometimes when <laughs> I think about what I've done and how I've got to where I am. And, you know, when you get to this point, when you've invested so, invested so much into what you do, you can't look back and you can't stop. I feel like I love that. Yeah, as well. I love that. Like once you make the move, what keep just keep going forward. Yeah, keep going forward. It's, it's gotta make it's gotta come like full circle. When yeah. you were making your career decisions, obviously you had your children, so you were taking them into consideration. You're married, so you had to take your husband into consideration. Was it hard? Like, did you ever feel like, oh, I'm if I do this, I'm gonna let other people down? If, if I, I make do- this change, like if I check if I leave full-time like employment to go into business am I let did you ever feel that way or did you always feel like I will figure it out no matter what I knew I'd figure it out no matter what because that's how my life kind of worked is that Mm -hmm. I always thought I'm a believer and God's always got my back Um, if I need something you know it comes like sometimes I don't know how I'm going to get there but it will come I mean leaving nursing I think for my parents I'd say Mm -hmm. it was like yeah, but make sure you keep your pit. Like, they're very, like, keep your job, get a job, da 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 Even oh, till now, I don't really tell them much about my business, right? But <laughs> they'll still tell me, like, oh, you, you need to get a job. Or they'll, they'll do, oh, did you know this recruitment agency, they do work from home jobs? And I'm like, okay. But they don't know that I don't need, I don't need <laughs> that because I don't really Wait. tell them much. 
Old school. Is it old school. My mum's like that. My mum's very much like old school. She's Jamaican. She was born overseas. Yeah. So coming here, education is everything to my mum. So when I didn't go to uni, that was already a problem. But when yeah. I finally became a manager and I'm doing all this great stuff, she, as far as she's, you better stay there forever for the rest of your life. Because she's, that's what, that's the goal, isn't it? The goal is to be a man. And the thing is, your parents don't understand. Sometimes you'll be like, yeah, but I'm a manager, but I'm underpaid. No, no, but you're a manager. And they like that title. And then when I they were worried when I was doing my training for project management, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but anyway, I got to my they were like, Oh, that's so good, well done, like mm-hmm. like the what I was doing and how much I was earning, whatever. And then business is like because you know, at first things are slow, but yes. I just kind of like when you come into business, I'm a very I'm very into personal development. I will spend money mm-hmm. to learn mm-hmm. personal development stuff, mm-hmm. life stuff, right? Yes. And they, they didn't, I, I was very, I, I protected my business, like my baby. Mm. I didn't really want any negativity. I didn't want anyone telling me mm. to do that. I didn't want anyone's voice. And that included my parents. So I set boundaries so I wouldn't have conversations about my business with them. So they don't know, they wouldn't know what was going on in my business unless I send money. And they're like, okay, thank you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love that that you said you protected your business. Guys, I want you to really take that in, what Phoebe just said. Protecting your business, protecting your career. Because I'm like Phoebe, I see my business as my career and I also obviously have my part-time nine-to-five. But protect your moves that you're making. When I first made my first move, when I said I was going to leave education and go into human resources, that was the end of the world for my mum. She was like, no, 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 you've worked your way all the way up in education. You've been doing that for 10 years. No one's going to take you seriously. I had to then stop talking about it. I said to her, okay, cool, I'm staying in education. Yeah. When I then changed and then got promoted a month later, then I told her. Mm-hmm. I said, Oh, I'm getting a new, I've got I've got a new job and this is exactly. because you sometimes have to protect your peace until the moment of truth. And mm-hmm. now, just like your family, when I'm saying to my mom, come, let's go Dubai, let's go and do this, she's like, Yes. Oh, but you wasn't you the one telling me that I'm not gonna make yeah. it because I didn't do certain things. <laughs> um, it's not they won't even tell you. They won't even tell you that you're gonna drop hints. It's just like, yeah, and you don't want like being a yep. growth, having that growth mindset, you don't want anyone to, and I'm very much, I have to protect anything that mm-hmm. goes into my ears. I have to, because I know the kind of person I am and I will dwell on things. If somebody said something to me, it can affect like my ears, especially mm. if it's coming from your parents, your family, yeah. the one you love. Even though they're not saying that you're going to fail, they will just be saying stuff that's making you think to yourself, like, oh, what I'm doing is not going to work and stuff like that. Like, again, it's that old school mindset. So I yeah. had to protect myself. I wouldn't talk about my business with them. I'll speak to my mentors. That's why I advocate for mentors, especially ones that you can relate to, because you need to speak to somebody about your business and things like that. So I had, I've always had a mentor, I've always, you know, had a coach at some point as well. So those are the people who kept me going as well. Surrounding yourself with like-minded people. I know it's so cliche to say all these things, but really and truly, you have to, you know, surround yourself with people who are at your level, if not better than you, you Mm -hmm. know, going to those networking events reading books oh my gosh that is a changer it is a game changer you start reading yeah reading i agree reading reading books protect your peace at all times read as much as you can and get support support is something i agree with even if it's not paid support being around people who you can have those conversations with like we all have like different types of friends and let's not let's not negate that like you have different types of support even in your personal life i have the friend that i can call up and i don't know if i want to go partying 
and I just want to blow off some steam, that's my group of friends. I got my friends who are serious, and if it's mum stuff that I need to talk to them about, I got that group of friends. Exactly. I got my holiday friends. I've I've got like different groups. I got my friend that if I want my business to be told to everyone in the world, go and tell that one friend. But if I want my business to be kept private, go and tell the other friend. So guys, if you know that your personal life is set up like that, why would you not set up your career life for success too? You should know who can I go to for my next move in my career? Who can I go to for support with my business? You, We need to be around people having the same conversations as us because if you're talking to people that are like your parents, for instance, similar, like you might have friends that are discouraging you. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know what, well, you've got a good job. Why would you leave it? Your friends can be just like your parents. They can be doubtful because they see themselves in you. And they're thinking, well, I could never do it. So how are you going to be able to do it? So their advice will be based on their reality. And because they're your friends, you might take it on board. That's why you're supposed to go and find other people who are doing the thing that you want to do or have insight and are doing the same thing that you want to do or have already done it. Because how are you going to learn from people who've never tried who've never done it. So just like your friends come into different categories, you need to find mentors that help you with different areas of your life, whether it's everyday life. Because your friends can be your mentors too. That's how I feel. I feel like your friends can also be your mentors only if they're like-minded. The the thing is, I always, I feel like depending on who you are, like, you know when they say, show me your friends and I can tell you who you are? Oh, yes. It's so important. Like, it's so real. Like if you want my friend, one of my friends came to my house, she's like in property and everything. Like she's, you know, doing right. good. But anytime like I have friends over, literally it's always about business. I'm a business, always about business, property, all of that stuff. Like, and she came up to me, she was at my house the other day. She's like, wow. Like every time I come to your house, I'm always meeting someone that's like in business or, you know, all your friends are just like in business and doing amazing things. I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> change the conversation. Like, it's not on purpose, is it? But you yeah. grow and you elevate and you change the conversation. And it doesn't mean you have to leave people behind that aren't doing what you do, but you should just surround yourself with people that can you can learn from, they can learn from you and they can help push you in the right direction. Yeah. I think you just essentially gravitate to those conversations. Yes. So like when you do go out, if you're hearing someone else talking, you might just join that conversation then you start making yep. friends that way. So it can happen naturally because some people are thinking, oh, but how do I get these people? How do I start to hang mm. around with these people? If you are, it depends on what you're interested in. If you are interested mm. in personal development, you know, growing business, doing all those things, you start to automatically gravitate to the people that are around you or that do those sorts of things, that talk about those things. So when you go, let's say summertime is coming, we've got lots of barbecue coming coming up, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to that barbecue, go stand in those different circles. There's lots of people everywhere. Go stand in and listen to what other people are talking about and go to the one where they're talking about business and property. That's where you're going to make more friends. Yeah? Yes. Look at Listen to the gems, guys, that Phoebe just told you. Barbecue season is coming in the UK. (laughs) What conversations are you going to choose to have? What conversations can... There is room for growth in every area of your life. You do not... It isn't just on LinkedIn. It isn't just contained to the online space. It isn't just contained to Instagram. What about when you go outside? Just like Phoebe said, there are going to be groups and groups of people. Whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, I want you to think, is this going to get me closer to my goal? Is joining this conversation, as awkward as it might feel, is this going to get me closer to understanding and being around people who are like-minded? I'm an introvert. I don't go up to people in general. But believe me, 
Because if people are talking about business and things I'm interested in and things that's going to help my, firstly, my pocket. I'm a mum and I got bills and I want to have extra, extra, extra money. I like to travel. So if I can grow my wealth and I hear people talking about growing wealth, whether that's stocks, whether that's bonds, that will always interest me. As introverted as I am, I will find a way to join in that conversation. This is why me and you click, because I'm, <laughs> I'm an introvert. If you speak to my friends, they'll tell you, I, me, I don't talk. I'm a, I observe. When I go out, I observe. Mm-hmm. But if you're speaking the right conversations, if you're having the right conversations, you're gonna, I'm going to be there. And that's I'm when people think there. I'm an extrovert. They'll be like, wait, you can't be introverted. You're just, yeah, because it interested me. That's the only reason. Because if, if it was an interest, I would have been standing there looking at everyone. <laughs> we feel the introvert energy and this is what i say to people look at this i'm here doing a podcast like and i'm an introvert but people will assume because i'm willing to do a podcast but i enjoy my podcast it helps other people these are the conversations i want to have i get to meet people like phoebe because i'm a coach and i put myself out there and i push against my comfort zone so just understand guys that the point of this whole episode is staying in your lane, but understanding that your lane isn't defined by friends, family, society, the fact that you're an introvert or an extrovert. None of these things define the lane you're in. The lane you're in is the lane you choose. Mm-hmm. The lane you're in is the lane you decide that works for you. And if you're doing something now and it's not working, how can you change it even 1%? Said it all the time. You have to change everything by 100%. 1% at a time. Phoebe had the confidence to start a business because she'd already changed industry. She knew she could do it. So before we leave you guys, Phoebe, what's advice that you would you give to someone right now, whether they want to change into a business or change into another nine to five? What, what advice would you give them to help them start that change, that process? Frustrated, you better start planning. I would say just plan, know where you want to go. Mm. I know it's so cliche, but you have to know where you want to go. If you want to get out of where you are right now, say, okay, what is it that you want to do? What is it that you're passionate about? Have that goal. It doesn't have to be hard. Mm -hmm. Just write that goal down. Get yourself a notebook. I'm not even talking about any tech. Get a pen and paper and just literally write down what is it that you want and when do you want to get there? And then you're going to think about how you're going to get there, okay? So what are the things that you need to do? And this is just how you start planning things down. And then that's sort of like your goal, right? So then when you do that, how long is it going to take you to get there? So just different, like, just literally mm-hmm. plan it all up down. And when you want, and look at your finances as well. Have a budget sheet or a, a checkup yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. And look at how much do I need to earn for your bills? Okay. Mm-hmm. Your bills, then your savings and your emergency funds and all of that stuff, because obviously you can't live without money in it. So mm-hmm. definitely look at all of that and then work your way towards it. Mm-hmm. And if you really can't stand that job, yes, get another job, like a quick supermarket job even. And you can do like the night shifts there or something. Mm-hmm. I, I certainly agree. And then you can look for another job while you're doing, because at least you can get some peace. I think it's hard sometimes to look for another job when you're not at peace within yes. yourself. Yes. And yes. I think that's really important. So no, I really like that. And something that came up for me earlier when you were talking, you were saying like that when you went over to be a PMO, you did a, some training because you wanted to before you went over to project management, you wanted to really know the lingo and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. I want to say to people, if you're in the process of changing career, my advice 
is learn the lingo. And that doesn't mean you have to go and do training or pay for training. What it does mean is you need to research. When I decided to go in human resources and recruitment, I researched my little ass off, including going and speaking to people on LinkedIn, going and speaking to friends that I knew had done the same role, going and researching on Google because I wanted to know how do HR people speak? How do recruiters speak? What kind of words do they use? Because if you can make familiarity your thing in an interview, if people hear you saying the lingo, they're like, oh, wait, you've never worked in this industry, but you know a little bit about something. That will perk someone's ears up. And that's like, that's how I was getting callbacks for interviews because they were like, oh, so how do you know that? And I was like, oh, I did a bit of research. They were like, oh, but you know quite a lot. Yes. And all I was doing was parroting words that I'd read online and understood a little bit of. Let's be real, guys. All you need to do is get in the room and get yourself the first job. Once you have the first job, you'll get the experience. Once you have the experience, you can keep moving. Get in the room. So do your research. That's what I would advise to anyone who wants to change industry now. If you want to get into business even, speak to other business owners. You don't have to have started your business. People reach out to me all the time on LinkedIn. I had a meeting with a young lady who wanted to start coaching and she literally was like to me, can I just pick your brain for 15 minutes? Amazing. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't I? Like, we all need to start somewhere. So guys, that's my advice. I would always advise you to do some research, learn the lingo, network and reach out to people. Phoebe, thank you so much for joining me. This has been such a good conversation. I've loved it. I know it's going to help so many people. I want you to now share with the listeners where they can find you. How, where can they find you on social media? How can they work with you? Like, let everyone know. Okay, so you can obviously find me on Instagram at Freedom with Simple Systems, okay? It's, it's long, but it's not difficult to remember. <laughs> Freedom with Simple Systems, as well as that, that's a, my website is www.freedomwithsimplesystems.com. I'm also on LinkedIn, BB King on LinkedIn as well. That's how you can, that's where you can find me. And if you wanted to work with me, so I offer system build outs, back end support, operational support, and things like that, website development, client management setups. If that's something that you are looking for or need help with, then definitely get in touch with me. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. Also, Phoebe's links will be in the show notes. So if you go to the show notes, you'll be able to find her links and you'll be able to connect with her. She's amazing. So do reach out to her. I have loved recording this episode with a fellow London girl who is also an introvert, but also getting to it. And we change careers and we have shown people that you don't need to know exactly what you want to do when you were 16 or 18. You can change your mind. You can do a hundred different things. <laughs> And you will still survive. Okay, guys, it's not the end of the road. Like if you've done a degree and you've decided, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. You can change your mind. We're allowed to. Like we're adults, we're, we're humans and we evolve and we change. So I hope you get loads from this episode. Remember, share the episode, leave your comments, rate it. Ask me any questions that you want to ask. I'm always hanging out on Instagram. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Phoebe, for joining us. And guys, as usual, if you ever need any support with your career, atenrich.com or Coach Adele T on Instagram, reach out to me and let's chat. All right, guys, until next time. I hope this episode gave you exactly what you needed and motivated you to confidently take steps towards your next career move. If you enjoyed it, screenshot and share it on your socials tag me on Instagram and come join my community of amazing women working on levelling up their confidence and career. Thanks for listening and see you next time.